Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Guessman, and coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on Thursday, May 24th, approximately 25 hours before the LA Galaxy kickoff. A short turnaround time on this podcast. So uh, we're certainly going to be... Uh, Let's say we'll save the San Jose Earthquakes pop for the end, so that way this podcast can live for a little bit longer. But there's a bunch of LA Galaxy news that came out. We're going to be talking about the Dos Santos brothers, uh, Jeff Cameron, Leighton Baines, and a whole bunch of other things, including Siggy Schmidt and, uh, and David Bingham, and how they eventually fared with MLS and all that fun stuff. But before we get to any of that, let's make sure we check in with my wonderful co-host, who's here in COG Studios with me, Mr. Aaron. The hammer, the Portuguese hammer. Portuguese hammer. Don't disparage Joel Pedro like that. I was, I was yeah. going to say, not, <laughs> we can't, we can't possibly. Joel Pedro making a comeback lately. Nice, yeah. You know? And and even though I'm in studio, I promise you, I will not slap you tonight. That's that's it's good. It's a guarantee. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. We'll see how this uh, this whole thing goes tonight. But yeah, um, a, a really quick turnaround for the galaxy in terms of not yep. just our podcast, but also just how the galaxy are going to have to. Um, survive these quick number of uh, of games that they're playing here. Yeah, it gets and, fast and furious. Yeah, what did we say? It's five games in... 16 days. Five games in 16 days coming up to start. That includes yeah. a U.S. Open Cup match that just got announced. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, it also includes a whole bunch of MLS games yeah. before the World Cup break. If you like soccer, these next 16 days, they're, they're going to be good. If you're like me and you like having a personal life, maybe not so no, good. No, well, yeah. that's why... That, that's why I get paid the big yeah, bucks. I was, that- was going to say it, and then I knew <laughs> I knew the rebuttal that I was going to get, so I, I held back. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Well, very good. No, uh, a lot of interesting things to go on with the Galaxy coming off uh, the one nothing win down to ten men to Montreal. Win. Yeah, to the Montreal Impact. We talked a whole bunch about it on uh, on Monday, and uh, we'll see. You know, just what that means. I don't know that it means anything. I don't know. Maybe we found out, Eric, that the LA Galaxy are a better team without Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, th- th- that's what a lot of people are saying. Is this a blessing in disguise that, that Zlatan is gone? Um, we have to remember that Zlatan did bring a lot to this team, and and he was he was the frustration was building right. o- over that losing streak, and and the red card was just the result of the 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 boiling over of that of that frustration. Well, and he got so, his toe stomped yeah, too. Well, that then that that shouldn't be overlooked. Absolutely, he got he got stepped on, and and whether it's warranted or not. Uh, you know, he pr- probably should have known better, but it's also not uncharacteristic of Zlatan uh, to do something like that. So it's not out of character. So the team did, you know, rally around. They were, uh, you know, inspired. This scene, this team seems to do well when their back is against the wall. They perform better after being down a goal or, uh, you know, knowing that Zlatan is not coming on to save them. Maybe that's going to inspire them. But uh, I saw a great tweet. Uh, it was at Gabe underscore Montoya 13. He said, remember last year, when the Chicago game, we subbed Van Dam early, and then they rallied and they tied the game and they went on a little run. So just be careful. We turning know, point. Yeah, we know what happened last year when we had our turning point. So pump the brakes if you think this is the catalyst that's going to make uh, make the Galaxy play well. So pump the brakes a little bit, but on the same token, the Galaxy team was inspired in the second half. It seemed like there was some chemistry, some unity there. And there's that saying in sports: after you lose a tough game, you want to get back on the field as soon as possible. I think that kind of applies here because. Even though they they won the game, I think they want to get on the field as quick as possible. This quick turnaround might not be detrimental because right. they want to keep this mojo going. No, no, I think you're uh, you're possibly right. I mean, it's just I, I feel like they gained something out of that, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. And that's <laughs> that's what you, you're like. Okay, great, you beat a team down a man, which means basically you you defended as a team, which is something they yeah. haven't done. So that's that's the positive part. But about you that. could also say, look at Montreal and. Is it is it really impressive to shut out Mont- Montreal? Given you know some of the ch- the chances that they were taking, they were sending them, you know, deep into row Z. So, <laughs> so I don't know that that's that's necessarily a great thing that you held. I mean, they sh- good. You held a team that has poor attacking. You held them to no goals. You did what you're supposed to do. Did you do you know how to say Z in French? Because I was going to say <laughs> no. you know Montreal. It's, it's I don't I don't point. know how to say it either. But it would have been really smart right there <laughs> oh, to insert nice. that in. So I'm you gonna know. guess and say Z. 
Oh, whoa. That was... <laughs> I'm that cultural. Was, I bring culture to the show, <laughs> That's Josh. why we have that's why you I'm on here. here. That's right. That's right. It's a romance language. It certainly offset what I bring to this table, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, no, so the LA Galaxy, uh, you know, getting through over the Montreal thing, but uh, there's lots of rumors, and we're going to talk a whole bunch. I mean, this show is mostly rumors of what is going to have uh, going on. Um, one of the first rumors I want to get to, maybe the one that is the least further progressed along is uh, Leighton Baines wants to come to the LA Galaxy. This was something that eventually appeared in the mirror. I think it was picked up from somewhere else even before that. Um, Leighton Baines plays for Everton, left back for Everton. Um, a guy who is 33 years old, coming towards the end of his career. In- Consistent at Everton. You, you, you knew what you were going to get every time Leighton Baines stepped on the field. So I, I could see why there might be interest in... Uh, from the galaxy. Yeah, it, it, you could you could understand it. There was talks maybe it was LAFC as well, so that's the other part about this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's two Los Angeles Which is always games. interesting because now they just say Los Angeles and you have to kind of guess which know, one? where they're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so far, the default has always been uh, LA Galaxy <laughs> whenever we see it. Um, but no, I mean... So there's there's some to this. I'll tell you it's backed off, it seems like, in recent days. He says he now wants to stay at Everton. They're, I think they're expecting a new coach, um, and he wants to fight for a position with the new coach and blah, 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 blah. There was all this sort of thing that Everton might be willing to let him go on a free, which is why certainly MLS would be interested. And then the the whole big issue that you have whenever you get into Leighton Baines is where would he play because he's not going to play left back with Ashley Cole. Your captain is going to play there. So are you going to force him into playing right back, and you have a left back who's going to play right back? And- Especially when he's done that his entire career that's been his position that would be an awkward awkward move i mean it's not that he can't can't be done uh, you know you might even consider you know center back but in you know to the left you you can you could make that work but then where Leighton Baines is effective is moving forward as well so then you lose that aspect of him so we'll see we'll see where things land yeah it it's 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 not one that i have high on my list of things that are going to happen at least not in my mind it, it's not something i'm sitting there going oh yeah this is definitely one yeah. that makes a whole bunch well, of sense. I'll tell you what makes me want him is the fact that he wants to stay at Everton and fight for a spot, <laughs> and the fact that he can win a spot in a you know in a top league. I think that's that's the type of player you want, of course, on your team. Yeah, it's it's again, how much money does he want? Yeah. How does that fit into everything? And there's other rumors that talk about other defenders. So you have to, how does this all fit <laughs> yes. into different puzzle pieces? And the LA Galaxy don't have another international slot. I mean, this gets more difficult. The Leighton Baines. <laughs> I was gonna one say gets- that song and dance again. Here we go. Yeah. No international. Where are they gonna spots. send you all? Pedro I was gonna now. say you've already sent him down there's no other portuguese players to to mess with he's back up with the senior team now of course so he's on the roster i'm waiting for it he's, he's gonna I'm might waiting. even be on the bench i'm telling you for portuguese heritage night that's gonna be which, his breakout game which is coming up on yeah, june 9th june 9th, june 9th. just eric yeah, wants look, to make sure everybody hey, knows june 9th portuguese heritage night that's good hit me up if you'd like to sit with fellow portuguese hammers as well <laughs> sounds like a fun time <laughs> um i think it's local soccer support local soccer night on friday tomorrow yeah, yeah as, as it goes um so that, that's one thing. Here's here's some other rumors that we can also get. Um, it is uh, let's see which one we could go to Jeff Cameron. Let's talk about okay. Jeff Cameron because that's this is the one that has the most legs right now, mm-hmm. um, and it also probably causes the most maybe the most yeah, controversy. Controversy, absolutely. Thirty-two year old Jeff Cameron uh, Stoke gets relegated in the English Premier League. He has a release contract or a release clause in his contract that says they have to sell him if somebody meets their price. Um, in the summer if they get relegated. That has happened in terms of they've gotten yeah, relegated that's now. That's usually in a lot of teams and a lot of contracts when teams get relegated. Now, here's sort of the rub on that is who's going to pay a transfer fee for 32-year-old Jeff Cameron <laughs> to come back to Major League Soccer? And then when he comes to Major League Soccer, he's going to be under the auspices of our favorite uh, favorite roster strategy, the allocation order, yes. uh, which the LA Galaxy holds. Nice hold. use of the word auspices, by the Thank way. You're Excellent. You're Six welcome. points. Uh, so he'll, he'll be coming in the allocation order. LA Galaxy has have the number one uh, allocation order position right now, which puts them in a position to either control where Jeff Cameron goes. Yes. Uh, well, they're the they're the real winners here because uh, if they want Jeff Cameron, then they have the first spot to take him, and if they're able to work out all the details, then they could take him. If they don't want Jeff Cameron, then they can still get something out of the deal by dealing that number one allocation spot or or doing something for another team who might want him. So. Uh, you know, I think the Galaxy are in the driver's seat if they want Jeff Cameron or not. When you think about their needs, and you know, we have the highest paid defense in the league. That's you know what I hear after being on this show a couple times. And uh, I think he's an improvement on the defense. He, he's going to bring a center back. He can play uh, defensive mid. Uh, I think his on the field, his on the field efforts it's, would it's, benefit it's the fun. Galaxy. Yeah, it's one and of then if you want to talk off the field stuff, then that's a whole different. Well, animal. before he even comes on, you have to understand he's saying he wants designated player money now. 
Everybody freaks out when they hear that. Designated player money just means anything over $504,000. And to me, it's not the designated player money. It's the designated player spot. Right. Though that's the, that's where you, those are gold. It's, it's not, that's not something that I would, is, I don't, if you're going to bring Jeff Cameron in, he's not going to be a designated player yes. on the galaxy. Okay. There's, there's three spots. They're already taken regardless of what you do yeah. with them. You're spending big money on those. And Jeff Cameron's like a $600,000, $720,000 guy, $800,000 guy. That's what he looks like. So if you want to get Jeff Cameron, you can get him for quote unquote DP money. Again, DP money is yeah. anything over four, $504,000. <laughs> Don't get confused with how that works. DP spots are a different sort of yes. uh, thing there. So you could get him on TAM. But where would you get that money? Because I would imagine right now the Galaxy are fairly tapped out. Yeah, I think they paid $1.5 in TAM for a guy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you heard of him. Swedish guy. A Swedish guy. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe that guy um, who's not playing on Friday. Uh, no, and they also paid a million dollars to a uh, to a, def- a defender. So um, they're spending... <laughs> we won't go there. Yeah, and they're spending, spending $620,000 on another central defender. That's sort of where it goes, though. If but, you know, at least they're they're paying dividends on the field, right? Yeah, of course. The, the league's <laughs> most expensive defense. Everybody... I, I said that Montreal... Hey, Shut out Montreal. Yeah, I, well, Montreal had the worst defense in the league, and somebody goes, wait, wait, I thought the Galaxy had the worst defense. I'm like, no, 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 the Galaxy have the most expensive defense in the league, not the worst. Tomato, tomato. They're, it's a little bit. There's there's not much difference there. Um, but no, so, so you look at how the Galaxy are... Are, are sort of setting this up, you would probably have to clear some spots. You would have to do something. Now, you don't need an international slot, so that's a plus for that's, Jeff Cameron that's coming a bonus. back. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's another thing deal. that's like gold, yeah. And this does set you up going down the way a little bit. This sets you up for the years to come. Yeah. Jeff Cameron being a center back for the next three years, yeah. realistically, and a probably a top-level center back in Major League Soccer. I mean, he's good. And he can play right back. Remember, he plays yeah. right back. Uh, for he plays right back. <laughs> he can play in the midfield. He can, he, he can play he's a utility anywhere. guy. He's a utility guy. You can play him anywhere. He's a uh, more expensive Dave Romney, basically. Well, that, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dave Romney, you're welcome. Uh, yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> so, so, no, all those things. So, that's where it's interesting. And if they were going to bring Jeff Cameron onto the team, they'd probably have to release Siani. I mean, that's yeah. in my mind, that's what happens. You that's need $620,000 logical... plus, you, yeah. you get rid of Siani. That's the logical progression of, of events, especially, uh, you know, again, just as the casual fan here, the rumor was with Zlatan coming in that it was possible that, you know, Siani was going to be unloaded to unload that contract to open up an international spot. So if this is something that the Galaxy have already thought through before, right. then it's just a matter of now we get a like for like, and then it makes that decision a lot easier, uh, you know, to push him out the door, unfortunately. It would, or fortunately. It would make it a lot easier. Um, it would be certain, certainly something that you could see. Um, people in the chat room disagree saying we can't get Jeff Cameron as a non-DP. I would say at 32 years old, you could get him as a non-designated player. And if not, then he doesn't... Well, don't worry about it. Yeah, if we get him, we get him, we don't, we don't. It's, it's not really that big a deal. <laughs> now, now, off the field, though, this is the other part yes. of this. We've, we've, we we can't know. ignore it. Jeff Cameron um, has said bad things about Major League Soccer. He said bad things about the national team. Bad things U.S. Soccer. Bruce Arena, Bruce in Ar- particular. Yeah, Bruce and Bruce and and I don't think Bruce and Jeff get along great. Um, he seems like not a, not a hothead, but certainly not a guy who doesn't speak his mind. Jeff Cameron, yeah. so he says it. And some of his things are like you know, hey, build a wall. Yeah, Trump, go ahead I'm and okay do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. And in uh, Los Angeles, I don't know how well that would fly. And uh, I mentioned on Twitter that I enjoyed. I think Jeff Cameron would be a great addition to the Galaxy, but of course, there's some people kind of jumping back and saying, you know, we don't want him on our team. He's a bigot. He's you know, he's a racist. And and you know, it makes you, it's where do you draw the line as a fan? Or do you want on the field results and winning? Or uh, do you want a likable guy? Do you want a guy who you support politically or uh, socially, whatever their stance is? So fans fall in different camps in, in, in that regard. So it does make it interesting. And that it will definitely, you know, be a topic of discussion if he does come. Well, you have to remember there was a guy who was on the team uh, last year. Uh, and came and joined the league. Uh, his name was Yellow Von Dom. You may remember him. Yeah. And he had an incident with uh, with Gooch. Gooch yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, Gooch tends to have incidents with a lot of people. By the way, <laughs> I'm just Zlatan. And yeah, I was like, eh, it's fine. I, I understand and how it how it is. Um, but yeah. So but I think I, I would say to the average fan, they probably weren't aware of, of that of Yellow with Yellow Van Dam. With that, that I think there were some people who even made the ha- the aha moment. Oh, that's right. He came from the club where Nguchianiewa was and oh he's the guy who that that stemmed from so some people maybe didn't connect those dots but with Jeff Cameron if, if you follow American soccer, you, you you know where he stands. I have pages of articles I've printed out about Jeff Cameron and yeah. the things that he said <laughs> and how he bashed MLS and how he basically says that if you don't go to Europe that you're not really you know trying as a soccer player and all these other things, which 
he may not be wrong. Sometimes he's not wrong. <laughs> like you can't throw everything yeah. out. But you know, clearly the dude is a little unhinged. Which, yeah. as a defender, I mean, they're right next to the goalkeepers. We all know goalkeepers you, are crazy, yeah, absolutely. right? Absolutely. You, you, you need, need an unhinged defender. They chew aluminum cans. Those goalkeepers. <laughs> They do. They do. Alexi Lawless says the the greatest night of your life and the scariest night of your life is whenever you go out and party with a goalkeeper. Nice. So um, that's that's usually how. And coming it works. from Alexi Lawless, that's probably a bold a bold statement. You would think going out with Alexi <laughs> would be the scariest night of your life, but hey, uh, that's how it goes. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so Jeff Cameron to the Galaxy. I think it's interesting. I think it certainly fills a need, kind of almost regardless of where you put them. I mean, Rolf Felcher's coming back basically around the time the transfer window opens. Okay, that's okay. what we're expecting anyway. Well, and. We got to be careful with that too, because when they say, what was it? Six to eight weeks. It was four, four months or four months. Yeah. Well, like I said, six to eight weeks. Uh, that's four months, right? I'm, I'm not the math in, guy. In galaxy land. <laughs> yes, that is. That's but, how they do But the four months, you know, sometimes when they say the, the dates of these injuries, it doesn't always line up. So if they say four months, is it really going to be four months? Maybe it is. And that'd be great if he comes back on schedule. But, but I don't know that you can guarantee you know, you could bank on him coming back and exactly that timeline. This is the thing Siggy Schmidt said about Rolf's injury is that it's not precluding him from from training in yeah. terms of so he could uh, stay like he, fit. Can, he can stay fit. He just can't do anything Which is good. like upper body with that pec side. So he mm-hmm. can't do anything with that, but he can keep running. He can sort of do those things that so he should be able to stay fit. So him coming back is like, yeah, it's healed. Go. OK, um, that's what Siggy said. There, there won't be warm up, but he still has to be healed. He still has to be healed. So you have to wait for that. So Rolf Felcher coming back. So, you know, does Jeff Cameron come in? Is he, if you bring him in, then he's a center back. He's next to Shelvick. Um, you have Felcher back on the right hand. So you have Ashley Cole on the left hand. That doesn't suck. Yeah, it's not bad. If you if you say it out loud, if you line them up, it's not bad. At least on paper, it seems like a better say, defense. On paper. Yeah, I was going to say the 2016 team on paper <laughs> won MLS Cup right, in my you mind. Know, barring injury, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. With the LA Galaxy, you know, that's how it goes. Um, yeah, Douglas, uh, in, in the chat room says, if, uh, Cameron comes to a galaxy, I'll become an LAFC fan instead. See? I know well, that's what yeah. happens. Yeah. I know. Absolutely. I, I could, I totally get that, that viewpoint. I'm not upset. That's, I understand yeah. it. I get it. Whole thing makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah. But in terms of team wise, if the galaxy got Jeff Cameron, it's not a horrible idea in terms of the soccer that's played PR wise have at it you can yeah. you can argue that to the cows come home and i would probably agree with you in some ways yeah maybe he's a distraction we talk about siggy schmidt and people have questioned whether or not he can handle zlatan ibrahimovic mm-hmm. can he handle jeff cameron another personality i mean it, it's it continues to be this ratcheted effect on siggy schmidt and um i've said it publicly i've said it a bunch of times i'm not sure that this team understands what siggy schmidt's trying to ask him to do and i'm not sure siggy schmidt has a plan of what he's trying to ask these guys to do so getting jeff cameron doesn't help you if you don't have a game plan yeah uh, there's a, a clip going around of the LA Galaxy trying to play out of the back of the seen of the field, it's which pretty is pretty spectacular. It's pretty horrific. Yeah. <laughs> twelve to fifteen seconds, only saved by Dave Romney tracking all the way back and kicking the ball out of bounds. See? By the way, yeah, Dave Romney. Dave, he's a, he's the he's hero. Always, he's the hero. I'm we don't you, deserve be, him. He should be playing striker. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> got a deadly touch up front. Uh, all right. So uh, so yeah. So Jeff Cameron. That is a rumor and. Just talking to some different people around the organization, I wasn't told that, that yes, it's a thing, um, but I wasn't told it wasn't a thing, which okay. is also sometimes you can read into that. And so they said, vague. with the allocation order the way it is, it makes sense that the Galaxy could be in the running to bring them back. All right. Um, so that's how it is. Uh, okay. Next rumor that we go to. This one is a juicy one. Spicy. Uh, it's been floating around uh, Twitter now for the whole day since I saw it this morning. <laughs> Uh, a little hint maybe last night as well, but um, a bunch of the the Spanish language media, uh, certainly those covering Mexico and all those things are saying that the LA Galaxy could possibly be shopping Giovanni Dos Santos and Jonathan Dos Santos. This is something on the podcast we've talked about many times, the sort of pie in the sky idea, mm-hmm. but also something that we've talked about in terms of we could see this coming. The LA Galaxy looking like they want to have Jonathan Dos Santos and Gio Dos Santos have a really good World Cup. And then on the heels of that, come back and possibly shop so these guys. stock is as high as possible. So that, like you said, this is something that uh, <laughs> it's it's been a dream scenario to some Galaxy fans who have not been uh, high on on Geo and uh, Geo's performance in particular, uh, but Jonathan as well. And it, it's it seems like they're a package deal. So so it totally makes sense that if they do have a strong World Cup and their stock is high and they're able to sell them and and make money off the deal open up DP slots. I mean, it, it seems like a no brainer. And given that a lot of the fan base seems to not be on board with Jonathan and Gio and the Dos Santos in general. So, so it, it makes a lot of sense. And, and I've always been the one of the thought that I don't think they're going anywhere just because it's 
someone has to want them. Right. So so it's it is going to hinge on on how well they play in the World Cup. If they get minutes in the World Cup, how many minutes they get, and and who's going to want them? That's that's going to be the tricky part. Is we need a suitor. You need a suitor. But I've always felt there's been a built-in sort of. Granted, I seem to think that Mexico fans are the hardest on Gio and well, Jonathan absolutely. out of yeah. out of anybody. But I always felt that there was a built-in way for them to go back and play in Mexico. Neither of them ever played mm-hmm. in Mexico. They always have that played se- overseas. And so that it's seems so- like it's the end goal. Yeah. At it's- some point they're gonna head back home to Mexico. Yeah, and so where that ends up being, maybe near their hometown. I think uh Pachuca might be is it Pachuca that they're around? I can never remember which one it is. But anyway, there's a, they have a hometown. We'll fact check that. Yeah, well, yeah, somebody get on somebody <laughs> work on that, will you? Uh chat room, do your job. Um, so now you would potentially open up two designated player spots. That, here's here's the rub. Thing. Uh, in a lot of these rumors that you're hearing, the Galaxy have basically, these are rumors, I, I cannot vouch for these. I hate that I have to be a news person <laughs> every once in a while, but I cannot vouch for these at all. Um, but I can say that in the stories I'm reading and in the tweets that are out there, it's saying the Galaxy have decided that basically Giovanni Dos Santos and Jonathan Dos Santos were horrible ideas, that they have been some of the worst signings Admission in, of guilt. In, in their history, which is saying a lot when they signed Steven Gerrard. Um, so, you know, there's there's something there. And that you would realize that Jonathan Dos Santos would be here for only a year because he came midseason last year in 2017. And then he will be gone basically one year from his total Jonathan contract. Jonathan Dos Santos, we hardly knew you. So, Monterey, somebody fact-checked it. Perfect. Thank you. Um, See, we love you, chat room. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's why um, you got to be here live. Yes. Uh, so so anyway, so so Monterey um, is, is where their hometown is, which you would think could be a built-in landing spot for them. Who knows? Here's the thing. The Galaxy might have to eat some salary. I, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're eating $7 million right now. Now, granted, I like Jonathan. Is that how Dos much Santos. they're paying Kurt Anolfo? <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly how much it is. Um, no, they're, they're doing the... They're paying Gio $6 million now. They're paying Jonathan Dos Santos basically $2 million. So you've got $7 million. I like Jonathan Dos Santos. I don't know that he fits in this team, his position with Perry Kitchen there. He, I don't know that he came as advertised. I think he came advertised as something else, and he's he's really you know a defensive midfielder disguised as someone who moves you know plays attacking. But you know his strength attacking, he seems to lose a lot of balls moving forward. I don't know. I don't know that I see that playmaker ability. So I think that's what he was billed as, but that's, that's not really That's what the is. Galaxy need is that yes. number 10, and mm-hmm. he's not a number 10. He's a number yeah. 8. So yeah, when you play with two defensive... A six? Well, he's number 8 because he stole it from Joao Pedro. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> stole a number from Joao Pedro. I stole a number from Joao Pedro, all right? Dude's going to have to wear another number yeah. by the end of this year, I'm guaranteeing. Somebody's going to want 88. Well, I was going to have... He's going to be 888 <laughs> by the time right. we work our way down. They have to keep adding another 8. to Liga MX. Um, no, so so whenever it all happens and, and you know, how it, it's interesting to see this... It, but you're going to have to move them both. I, I've yeah. always said that. And I think that the Galaxy are an admission point here that Giovanni Dos Santos doesn't fit the way that they want to build this team. That makes sense because anytime you have Zlatan and Kamara on the field, where do you play Gio? That becomes it. Well, well where does all, Gio play? Where does Gio play? <laughs> That's the age old question. If someone can figure that out, then they're going to have a very successful team. But no one's figured that out yet. If they eat some salary on this, which they may have to eat. Five, six million dollars. I mean, there's, I think there's two, there's two years left, maybe a year left on both these deals. I can't remember exactly where it is, but <clears throat> there's some time. Now, the Galaxy front office has always been adamant that they can tra- trade these guys for and make money on it at any time. And Jonathan Dos Santos, maybe at two million dollars, that was yeah, probably a that pretty makes good, sense. good deal. I think deal. That, it was a good deal for who he is. I think if you look internationally and what players make, that that's that's not out of line. No, it's not. And so, um, if you're looking at that now, what do you do, Geo? I don't know that you can get Geo, but if they can pay, have somebody pick up their salary in the same spot, so if Geo can make six million dollars in Monterey and Jonathan can make two million dollars in in Monterey, gone. Yeah, done. done and you don't need a transfer fee. You, you just, don't need to you, think about it. You wipe your yeah. hands. You say, hey, if you want to throw in like ten grand, that's cool. <laughs> like whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. Um, but the, yeah, I mean, that's sort of the, it seems like that's a thinking. And if that is a thinking, that's a major shift from last year. Jonathan Dos Santos brought in as an emergency fill-in, basically. Um, I think they were trying to get Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Bringing in Jonathan was almost an admission that it we're was. doing something wrong. They yeah. didn't get who they wanted to go after. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've talked to plenty of people about that. And I think that there were targets last year during the summer that they didn't get. And their fallback position was to bring in Jonathan Dos Santos. So the panic move was to do that. They got him. And now they have to deal with now what? the Dos Santos brothers being in a large control of, you know, two thirds yep. of the Galaxy's designated player spots. And they get to do whatever they want to do. And I, I've said it. And I think the perception on this podcast has been that those guys have been milking it getting to this World Cup. Yeah. I- 
I don't know if I mentioned this. I've probably mentioned this to everyone else who I've talked to, but I might as well get it recorded on mic here. If you want to put on your tinfoil hats, I think at, at some point, you know, Juan Carlos Osorio shook their hand, shook the hand with Papa Dos Santos and said, they are going to the World Cup barring they're healthy. So they have done everything in their power to avoid playing, to avoid pushing it so they can be healthy and they're going to World Cup. Because if you look at how they've been performing, I don't know that that warrants a call-up to a team that's bringing players to a World Cup. But obviously, they must know something we don't know. So it seems like there's some type of deal. Something's been worked out. You know, the Flaming Hot Cheetos endorsement has been, you know, they're <laughs> that's, that's banking right. on that. Something, that's right. Something's going on where they are going to the World Cup. It feels it feels that way, and it's mm-hmm. it's felt that way for a while. I know Kevin's mm-hmm. been a little skeptical. He's like, how do you take those guys when they haven't been playing and they haven't been playing well? It's been well, a done deal for months, like, nah, it sounds it, like. It sounds like they're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if I'm a Sorio, I don't know that I hate that. I mean, yeah. those guys aren't horrible when they play for Mexico. And, and, and you bring them, and it's a 23-man wa- roster. It's two players, and maybe you don't start them. Maybe they're your super subs, which Gio and Jonathan as subs... That's not a bad move yeah, Jonathan, you know, if you're Mexico. Jonathan has a better chance of starting than Gio does, yes. and that's always been the case. Jonathan's a better player than Gio is. Gio has more talent well, than for, Jonathan. And for what Mexico has, you know, it, it, at forward and at the goal scorer, Gio is not is not the cream of the crop for Mexico. Right no, now. no, Carlos Vela? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy can play. Um, he can do stuff. Let's not uh, go there. Yeah, I know. Um, so anyway, so yeah, that's where it is right now. I, I think that it makes sense. Uh, it's stuff that we've been speculating about, and you know, whenever that all comes together, you always have to put this through. You know, what does it what does it look like in your eyes? And you have to say, yeah, it makes some sense. Um, with the LA Galaxy having two open designated player spots, let the shopping begin. Yeah. Um, you know, and that now fu- let the dreams go. Yeah, yeah, and and quite honestly, it could even go into the Jeff Cameron thing if he's really going to be brought in as a designated player, and you're going to play. I mean, okay, then you're telling you your- still have you, see, and that's the thing. If you get rid of. Um, both Dos Santos brothers, then you have two spots. If you give Jeff Cameron one of those, almost like a throw him a bone right. type of deal, you still have one DP slot to go big on. To, to get your number 10 yeah. playmaker because you have Ola Kamara. Mm-hmm. You have Zlatan Ibrahimovic. You need a 10. Yeah. You find a 10, you're good, and you can mm-hmm. almost waste a spot on a des- Now listen, I don't like Jeff Cameron as a designated player. I don't like that deal, okay? So in yeah. my mind, I don't do that deal. Yes. I stick with the defense I have, quite honestly, and I spend it on maybe... Um, well, see, that's the whole thing. The Galaxy are so stacked at midfield, right? And but not all the, at the right type right, of midfield. But they only yeah. need one, right? You can't go out and get two number 10s, yeah. right? Because you can't play them both at the same time. Because that's 20, and that doesn't that's, make any that, sense. Yeah, no number 20s don't work. <laughs> um, so I, I think that if you go out and get a number 10, where do you spend that other designated player spot? Do you wait? And do you hold it? Because... I think I think that's the move. You, you, you uh, use it on... on if, if you're not going to give it to... Jeff Cameron, and we're being presumptuous here on him possibly taking that spot or, or not taking that spot. You you get that playmaker, you get that 10, you make the big splash, and then you have a, D- a DP in your pocket because all the other players around them are not DPs, but they seem to be making the appropriate wage for what they do, defense probably being the exception there. So so I don't think you need to make another move with with the team that they have. So you hold you hold on to that until someone who's worthy becomes available. Here's my thing, though. I'm anti, and this has been since I started in 2009, I'm anti-defensive designated player. And you're already spending $1.6 million on a defense <laughs> right now. Spend some more. And well, a DP slot. <laughs> well, 1.6, 1.8, whenever you figure in Rolf Felcher. Yeah. I mean, and then Ashley Cole. So it goes up, what, up over $3 million, like on a starting back line, really, whenever you put Felcher, Cole, Siani, and Shelvick in there. I don't like it, and I don't know the Jeff Cameron. I feel like you can get Jeff Cameron for like six twenty. That's the whole. That's my whole well, argument. That's the dream. If you can get Jeff Cameron not as a DP, then you have two slots, and you're you're dancing. I wonder if you get Jeff Cameron as a designated player, you pay him six hundred twenty thousand dollars in the designated player, then you buy him down like next season in it's order too to much open math. up his spot. Too much math, Josh. I was told there would be no math. <laughs> um, somebody says uh, get Cosmo. He's not a racist and does not hate the MLS. This is true. Yeah, Cosmo is not racist. I've been I've been pushing for Cosmo to start in the midfield. I've heard he could pull the strings. He'll bring tacos to the game. I think that's that's the wise move. That's so. My dad walked into my office and he sometimes saw, what you need is sitting right in front of you the yeah, whole time. Sometimes it's right there. <laughs> that's what you need. Um, my dad walks in the office and he sees with a Cosmo bobblehead that says tacos on it. He's like, "Why does Cosmo have a taco sign?" I'm like, "Don't you know? You know Cosmo loves tacos." He's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like. I find it hard sometimes <laughs> to understand that people outside of the galaxy don't understand that our space alien, who is you know from another world and is here to take care of the galaxy and to guide them, loves tacos. Yeah, you, when you land in Los Angeles, that's that's what that's happens. what happens. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so that's something. You know, Cosmo so, tangent, I was not expecting, but I'm pleasantly surprised that I'm here for this. Uh, that's right. You, you, <laughs> you show up for the hard facts, you get the you get Cosmo. Um, uh, Toyer Toe in the chat room. I don't know how to spit. I mean, we're just going to go with that. Sorry, uh, you know who you are. Yeah, it says, you know, if you're searching for designated players, a name that you could possibly bring up as a playmaker, a number 10 is a guy who the Galaxy faced last week who was apparently on the chopping block in Piatti. Piatti. I love watching Don't that hate man it. play. Don't hate it. I would gladly pay him $2 million. <laughs> I'll give him the Jonah salary yeah. to come in and be the number 10. And it seems like Montreal, well, for whatever for, reason, is going to move him. And, and for those of you who we need a South American, we need to stop going the, the European route. There, Here's your Argentinian, your Argentine, Argentinian, Argentine. Argentinian? Ar- the guy from Argentina. There you go. You, you get one, you get a South American... Yeah. Flavor, flavor. There. That's right. Mm-hmm. No, you could do it. Oh, All there right. it is. Oh, that we see. It's already happening. I was um, wondering when you guys were gonna. I was, yeah. Um. Let's see here and see if we can get it to work. Um. Let's see. Oh, I probably hit the wrong button on that. One. All right. All <laughs> Thanks right. for calling. See you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. So anyway, no. I mean, so yeah. If you get Piotti, if you bring him in, if you're that guy, um, that's not a great. That's not horrible. No. I. I'd, I'd love that. <laughs> that's a cheap designated player. Yeah, that's not a, that's somebody again. Chat room, look up how much is Piotti making in MLS? Um, because <laughs> I like that you have minions now. Uh, look just up the salary. Do this for me. I, yeah, I <laughs> Find the do, bylaws. I used to do this all by myself. I don't. I don't need to do that anymore. Um, but You've no, changed, Josh. You've I, changed. I have. I, I'm delegating. That's what. That's what you have to do. Um, but no. So anyway, that's that's sort of where you look at this. So uh, Jeff Cameron, Giovanni dos Santos, Leighton Baines, all these things sort of fall into each other. Um, so we'll see how that all goes. Somebody's saying Iniesta. Hey, why not? Well, of course. As long as China has money, we're not sniffing him. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, we'll see. No, no, it's <laughs> not happening. Uh, anyway, so that's where you sit with the LA Galaxy right now in terms of just the rumors that are going around, lots of player movement. And of course, I should also say, uh, and preface all of this, that it's getting close to silly season again. And especially after the World Cup is over, things are going to go nuts. Um, so after, with Silly Season, the Galaxy are going to be involved in lots of rumors. We'll try to do everybody uh, do that. People are saying you maybe you could get Omar Gonzalez back. Uh, I'm anti-Omar Gonzalez, and everybody knows that, so whatever. We won't do that song and dance. Game. Yeah, we don't need to do it. $4.7 million. Uh, thanks, Matt. Uh, $4.7 oh, million for Piotti. Uh, hmm. Would I pay four points? Yes. Yes, yeah. I would for, for Ignacio <laughs> Piotti. Yes, I would. And pair him with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And, and <laughs> to go back to Cosmo, you have tacos, and then you have a nacho. I mean, it just makes sense. It, it makes it, it makes a ton. It, that makes a lot of sense. That's right. That's how it works. Uh, there used to be Nacho Maganto. Yeah. Okay. What so, happened to him? Yeah. Where are they now? I still follow him on Twitter. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll see something like he a tweet flashes. of him I, playing I, somewhere from. Something. I went to a game where he scored a goal, and I was impressed. That's uh, that was the one. That was the one. That was how it works. <laughs> All right. Uh, LA Galaxy news now. Uh, something that just came out today. Actually, a bunch of stuff that sort of just came out today. Uh, LA Galaxy to host FC Golden State Force. In the fourth round of the 2018 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. This is where the LA Galaxy will enter the U.S. Open Cup competition fourth round this year. This game will be played on Wednesday, June 6, 7.30 p.m. at the StubHub Center Track and Field Stadium. If you are a 2018 LA Galaxy season ticket holder, you have tickets to this game. So you can go to this game, which I would suggest that you do. Um, this is one of those games that the Galaxy should be easily able to defeat an amateur team uh, in FC Golden State Force U- you got it. Yeah. That's it. Whatever. It's one of those places that has seven names again. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, it, again, it should be it should be one of those things um, that should work for the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, and they should be able to start. Maybe even see Efren Alvarez come up That's to the what, senior team. I, I think if, if you're a betting man, and those of you who have been wanting to see Efren Alvarez, especially with the success that he's had in, for Los Dos and in USL the past few weeks, there are a lot of people clamoring to see him get first team minutes. And again, he is a first team player. So I think this is the the opportunity where you're going to see him. It's against an amateur opponent. Right. It's still c- technically the first team. So I think this would be a good opportunity for him to get some minutes and and possibly show what he can do. I realized I probably have to do like a predicted starting lineup for those games. And those are the ones where you those just throw worst. everything out. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. who's Who do you want to play? Joel Pedro is probably going to start that game. I'm banking on it. There you go. I'm, so that's, there. that's your game to go to right there. Uh, Joel Pedro, if you want to see him play, that's probably his, uh, his, his chance to get some there. So... 
Um, but that, yeah, so that'll be where it goes. And then right now, it seems at least, and I don't know if they do another draw, but how it looks in this bracket is that the LA Galaxy would face off against LAFC if they, yeah, they, if they keep advance it local, through it. Yeah, yeah, they keep it local. First. So And we don't know where that game would be. But it's another part of these five games in 16 days that the Galaxy will have to play. And so look for them to use an alternative lineup in, in that whenever yeah. they go to play it. Especially, yeah, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. You're going to see some some creativity in that midweek game. I have to do predicted lineups for all of those, and I oh, want to shoot myself a little bit. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. Uh, you should send it to the chat room. Chat room. Chat Predict room, my chat, lineups. Do my do my. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. All right. Let's see if we can get a call in here. Uh, 714, who's this? Hey, Josh. This is Diego. Diego, thanks for calling, buddy. What do you got for me? Uh, so, so I got a topic here. Um, about transfer talk, how about what happened to the Ignacio Abate rumor? Oh, uh, yes, interesting. Uh, Abate. Uh, no, it's just it's sort of gone quiet, which is usually what happens with rumors. It doesn't mean it won't pick up steam or it might not happen. I don't know that he went anywhere, um, and I don't know that anything has happened. So I think there's still a chance that the Galaxy could land him. And at right back, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I know people aren't super stoked with Rolf Felcher, but at the same time. Everybody was super stoked with Rolf Felcher once he got hurt uh, because they were like, oh, wait, the Galaxy don't have a right back, apparently. So, um, yeah, no, Diego, I don't know. I mean, he seemed like, and we talked about the rumor and we, we sort of dissected He seems like he's a, he would be a really good fit, but you run into international yeah. slot issues that you have before. So, And, and there is that, con- you know, the connection with the agent and, and AC Milan and, and Zlatan. So, so it, it does make sense, but at the same time, usually where there's smoke, there's fire, and it seemed like there was there was, there was some movement, and yeah. then now that's gone. So and usually that means, you know, it's dead. It, well, it's, Senka, you're dead. It, it's quiet. It's going to be, and you're going to find these rumors, they're going to peak Diego, and they're going to come back down because the World Cup is happening. Things don't happen during the World Cup, although things get start getting rumored yeah. during the World mm-hmm. Cup. But yeah, the, the World Cup break is going to put a break on most transfers here in, in just a couple weeks. So uh, that's sort of where it is. I, I, still, I still think Abate is a great yeah, pickup if move. they can figure out how to do it. Um, but one, he can't. Do you can think be, it could be a possibility? Yeah, I, I do, I, because it made sense. It was one of those that you look at it and you say, it made sense, position a need. Uh, the Galaxy would have to do some rearranging. You might have to let Siani go, because you need an international slot, and you can only send Joel Pedro down once. So um, that's, that's sort of how it works. Uh, in terms, There's not two Joel Pedros to send down, and no, you can, don't get a spot every time. It's not like every time you get you get a punch card <laughs> for a new international slot guy. So, um, no, I think, that's, uh, I think it's an interesting thing. We'll keep an eye on it and watch it, but there has been no recent rumors that, you know, that the fire is heating up at all. So, anything else, Diego? Uh, yeah, one one thing about uh, Efrain Alvarez. Since his luck with Galaxy Two, he's becoming a really good player. Pretty much a rookie sensation. Like, do you think he could show up in the senior team anytime soon? Yeah, we were talking about it. We think he's he couldn't show up in this U.S. U.S. Open Cup game coming up. Um, that would be a realistic first team appearance. Granted, he'd be playing with like a B team or, yeah. or, a, or a C team. And it'd team. be against a, a Los Dos caliber opponent. Maybe even lower because yeah. they're an amateur yes. side. Yeah. So, but I mean, they did beat a, a USL team. But I will tell you that usually what happens in the US Open Cup, because they use alternative lineups, they like to stick those alternative lineups together over and over again. So you could see him play against maybe LAFC make if that they run. advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and LAFC has to get past their opponent as well in order to make that happen as well. So, uh, but yeah, that, that would, uh, that seems like it's a possibility. And I think it might be smart if the galaxy do start to yeah. give Efren Alvarez some uh, some time. And, and and something that some people are clamoring especially when the galaxy was on their losing streak that you know Alvarez should be playing, he's scoring goals, he should be starting and I think we need to pump the brakes a little <gasps> bit there. You know, he is still 15, 15. And, and that's someone who you you don't want to you don't want to break when you put them in the lineup. You want to ease them in and, and you know maybe get 10 15 minutes here, bring him in in flashes and use him that way. But I, I, de- I don't think we, he should definitely, he shouldn't be starting and playing big minutes. Not you, yet. Want, you want to ease him in. Yeah, he's, he has, he's obviously talented. The talent is there. So it's just a matter of maximizing that talent. All right, Diego, Diego anything else, buddy? Um, well, I guess talking of, of youngsters, I think right now the Galaxy, considering how they won with Montreal as well, I think it's good, like, uh, putting Toma Hilliard to Arce, because he's a pretty good defender. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he's another guy who I think in the second half of this year could be a starter. We, we don't know how that goes, and it depends on what happens in the, in the summer and the transfer market. And to go back with your Abate rumor, if he comes, if Abate comes and you need to get rid of Siani, uh, Stairs and Hilliard Arce, they can get some serious minutes, and Hilliard Arce seems to have it. He's, he's going to be our center back of the future. So I think 
I think that's a solid move if, yeah. if they have to shift things around. Awesome, Diego. We thank you for the call, sir. We appreciate it very much. Uh, if anybody else wants to get in here before we close things down, you certainly can. Uh, 714, 714, that's not how, that's not the Don't number. give out Diego's number. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not going to do that. Everybody call Diego if you want to get on the show. Uh, he's got to, it's got to be telephone. He's got to have one of them one ear and he has to relay all the messages. Uh, 949-734-4217 is the call in number before we get done. Um, so we talked about the U.S. Open Cup game. The other news, news, MLS and its infinite wisdom <laughs> decided to finally issue those fines to Siggy Schmidt and David Bingham. For I keep wanting to say David Beckham every single time. <laughs> it's the royal weddings it's in your head. It's the royal weddings in my head, clearly. Uh, somebody said, how, if you were Prince Harry, do you invite a man <laughs> that good-looking to your own wedding? That guy is bringing too much fire, speaking of David Beckham, well, not David that's Beckham. That's exactly why you, you That's why him. you do it? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, Don't you want to be the best-looking guy at your wedding? Do you really want David Beckham you to show up? You can't get mad at He's David. He's like a silver fox now. The dude yeah. is ridiculous. I don't know. Whatever. It's just my man crush showing through. That's not... Not anything else. It's for a different show. It's for a different show. Uh, MLS Commissioner Don Garber has issued an undisclosed fine to LA Galaxy head coach Siggy Schmidt and to goalkeeper David Bingham for their public criticisms of the officials following the Galaxy's match against the New York Red Bulls back on April 28th. Um, so certainly, certainly it took them a long time to sort of figure it. out. Like, it's undisclosed to us, but you know who it's been disclosed to? Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ashley Cole's like, uh, how much do I have to pay for this stuff? Uh, is it straight out of my pocket? Uh, do I? Do you think he just Venmos he like David a, Bingham? Yeah, like, he has a payment plan. <laughs> he just goes, yeah, it only allows a certain max at a time. So yeah, give me a few weeks to to deliver this Venmo payment. We think that the fines are like a couple thousand dollars. That seems to be, and those fines go towards charity, I believe, whenever nice. all this stuff goes. Oh, so good. it's not like, I think maybe the MLS Foundation gets the money and they could do do money with it. So that's not horrible, but um, <coughs> I think maybe Ashley Cole might be fronting David Bingham's yeah. portion of it and has already put the Venmo hey, request said, on there. He yeah. said it out loud. It's that's recorded. Right. All right, 424, who's this? Hey, Josh, this is Hugh. Hey, Hugh, what's up, buddy? Uh just listening to the show and uh, I got to say I was on last week and I had some negative things to say about Alessandrini and I heard I heard from people people reached out to me and they treated me like I was a blasphemer <laughs> or if I had uh, committed a crime or yes. I was a fake galaxy fan so I thought this week I would continue the unpopular opinions <laughs> because after this last weekend's game um, before that, I was convinced we were going to have a bad season. But after that game, I'm like 100% convinced sure. that we are a terrible team and we're going to have a really, really bad season, possibly as bad as last year's, because that Montreal team was just terrible. Yes. Terrible, terrible team. And we were just right there, just as bad. And honestly, it has to be a whole lineup of drastic changes in order to change the outlook of this team. Do, and do, I don't do see you, that happening. Do you think that there's... Starting with... Hugh, do yeah. you think there is not enough talent on this team? Listen, the team is poorly constructed. I didn't poorly ask that. I, wait, I didn't ask that. I asked if there's enough... If, there's, if this team is lacking talent. I think the talent is there, but okay. honestly, things from the very top have to change, and the ownership, I don't think they're in... An, and they're in an urgency to change anything because, hey, they're selling out the StubHub every week. And I'm sure the jersey sales are amazing. So I don't think they see the urgency in maybe, you know, putting some fire under some chairs. And then you go down to the management. I don't think they have any urgency at all because doing drastic things would mean admitting defeat, admitting that they messed up yet again. I was going to say, again, they're is the important part of They're not going to roll any heads. Right. Right. No, you're, so you're, you're then, you right. Know, Sure. No, you're 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 right. You're right on this. Hugh. I mean, you're not wrong in terms of in terms of where the galaxy are. Kevin explained it well uh, in one of our I think our Monday shows when he said that the galaxy are going to be hesitant to shift to to ship Siggy Schmidt out because they probably pulled the trigger too soon on Cardinalfo. And because they pulled the trigger too soon on Kurt and Alfo, they're going to be extra lenient with Siggy Schmidt. And because you don't want to be the general manager slash the president who has fired two coaches because now there's something else that's wrong. You got it wrong twice. You're allowed to get it wrong once. You're not allowed to get it wrong twice. And so I think that's the big issue right now with the Galaxy is that if they're wrong again, which I'm, I tend to agree with you, I think a coaching change would help this team dramatically. 
Um, because the talent is there. Because the talent is there. That's the whole thing. And I agree with you as well that you say it is poorly constructed team. I agree. Um, they they put their money into places they shouldn't have put their money in, and they didn't get the rewards that they should have got. So all those things are right. You're you're not probably not even. I, I I'll be honest. I doubt people are going to give you any crap for what you're saying because lots of people saw it. What happened last week was two horrible teams played, and one team was less horrible for about thirty seconds than the other team. And one team had Ola Kamara, while the other team had Piotti, and Piotti didn't score, and Kamara did. That was those are the, That's the difference between that, those games. And, and that's where the talent argument comes, because even if you have a poorly constructed team, you can win in spite of coaching or in spite of uh, other surroundings. Is you know Kamara had enough talent to to win that, and and Boateng had enough uh, you know fire underneath him and energy coming off the bench to make that happen. So when you have the talent, you're going to be able to win games that maybe. You shouldn't, given your construction. All right, Hugh, you got 10 seconds for your closing <laughs> statement. What do you got? Where people are telling me that the season can turn around is the summer transfer window. That's the light at the end of the tunnel. But honestly, everything I've seen so far, how the management has handled everything, I don't see any big, drastic changes happening during that transfer window. We have money tied up with Jorgen in the back line. That's a million dollars tied up. Mm-hmm. I don't see him going anywhere. They didn't offload Shiani in the offseason. They probably won't do it in the summer. So there's some more money tied up. Cole is going nowhere. Ton of money tied up. I don't see any drastic changes in the back line. I don't see any drastic changes in the midfield either. I, can, I, I hope the Dos Santos brothers are gone. But who knows who they're going to bring in instead of these guys. Yeah. It could no, be worse. I, I know what you're anyway. saying. Man. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate the call. Um, no, I mean, I can clear up six million dollars. Is that or eight million dollars? Does does anybody want that eight million dollars? Nobody, nobody wants. Nobody cares. That I'm just going to get rid of the Dos Santos brothers. Um, Everyone's on board. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, you're I don't, get a lot of people fighting you yeah, on that one. Yeah. Ooh, controversy. Josh says that they should get rid of it. <laughs> um, people are saying that the only person who can make uh, the Galaxy win uh, again is Bruce Arena. Which is a false statement. Yikes. Yeah, I'm not that. Um, oh, yeah, bring Bruce Arena and Jeff Cameron to you. What can go wrong? What could go wrong with that? That's a great <laughs> Could Could you bring Bruce Arena back as GM and then have him go pick up Jeff Cameron? And, and then Jermaine Jones' assistant, and we just watch the StubHub explode. Jermaine Jones got a new gig as a uh, yeah. as a academy coach, like yeah. a young, I think you... Yeah. You, so, you, I can't so, remember which SoCal one. Real. So yeah, one Real of the one SoCal. of the one of the local young. Yeah, it's a team you know, I'm actually familiar with. Yeah, okay, it's interesting. Uh, last bit of item uh, on the news uh, on the LA Galaxy news front: uh, new grass on the stadium field. I want you to know this before you walk into the stadium. I want you to tell your friends so that way, whenever you walk in, you don't go, "Hey, that field looks like crap." Um, after the you can uh, see the seams. Yeah, I was going to say after K Rock's weenie roast on uh, on May twelfth. Uh, the Galaxy, as they normally do after graduations, I think yep. Cal State Dominguez Hills as well. It was part of that last year. Okay, very nice. Um, but after they do that, they they go and they tear <laughs> up the field. They always yeah. have. And every this summer. is something that they've done. And, and this is part of why they have so many away games in this stretch. Is there's usually some type of music festival. <laughs> there's the Dominguez Hills graduation, and so there's that's why there's usually an away you know three game, two game, three game away away stretch. And this happens every year. And sometimes we say, the sky is falling. Do you feel? How's it going to affect it? And everyone seems to survive. Yeah, it seems like they just finished laying the field this week. Um, from the tweets that I was able to pick up on, I asked the Galaxy for specific dates. They haven't gotten back to me. But it feels like it just got done this week. So expect to see strips of grass. Expect that maybe it's not. Usually they can roll it pretty smooth. So it's not bumpy. But it just may not look great. Um, so just keep see that in mind. divots, possibly. Big giant ones. Yeah. The size of a forklift. Um so anyway, that's what you should expect whenever you go to the LA Galaxy game on Friday night. We're getting to the San Jose game here in just a minute. Just want to go over the standings where everybody sits. Uh, the LA Galaxy currently in seventh place. Excuse me, just two points. Just two points south of the playoff line right now, which it shows you how weak the Western Conference is. <laughs> um, and in a good position, quite honestly, against San Jose. Um, a team that is, quite honestly, horrible. Um, maybe worse than Montreal, quite honestly, whenever you, find out. whenever you look at it. But uh, sitting 10th are the San Jose Earthquakes in the Western Conference. Sporting Kansas City is at the very top with 24 points um, right now in the Western Conference. You have Atlanta United, who leads in the Supporter Shield. Um, the schedule for the Galaxy, we've already talked about it. It's ridiculously busy. There are five games in the next 16 days. Yeah, five games yeah, in, five the, games 16, in the next 16, 16 days. days. So you're going to go uh, Friday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, I believe, is, is how that eventually ends up 
happening. So the Galaxy will stay very busy before they get to the World Cup break, uh, which in the World Cup kicks off June 14th. Um, so I, I know everybody knows that. That's <laughs> My calendar's set. We're good to go. World Cup starting. So it's going to be hot and heavy. And we're going to see, uh, I think before the season, we talked about where the Galaxy were going to land. And I think we said maybe they'll sneak into the playoffs. Maybe they'll be just outside the playoffs. So right now it seems like that's about true. That's about where they're at. That's where this team is. So we'll see uh, what they move forward. It's funny thing about San Jose, and we were talking about this off air, they have two wins this season, Josh. Yeah. And who are their two wins against? Against Minnesota. Minnesota. Both wins against Minnesota, Minnesota. United. What does that say? If that's your I team, don't know what, what that, that means. <laughs> they better hope they play Minnesota three times this yeah. year. That's that's the only thing they have. The Galaxy only play San Jose twice this year, by the way. Uh, the only team they're playing three times is LAFC. That's it. So you only you have one team you play three times this year. It's LAFC for the LA Galaxy. Maybe a little unfortunate with how that all, <laughs> all fared at that. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, clearly, the um, the Western Conference is Sporting Kansas City, LAFC, Portland Timbers, FC Dallas, Vancouver, Houston, then the LA Galaxy. Minnesota United sits just underneath the LA Galaxy. Um, and we just said they were really bad because they lost to a really bad team in San twice. Jose. Yeah, twice. Twice to the San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, that's how it goes. All right. Uh, the LA Galaxy getting ready to kick off against the San Jose Earthquakes. It's an 8 p.m. kickoff time on Friday, May 25th. If this game has already happened because this podcast comes out so close, you can turn it off for the rest of the time. It's only San Jose talk for the for the rest of this. But or find everything. out if we were right. Yeah, yeah. you don't know. See we could how be, good we are. We could be really good. Or um, don't. No, just shut it off. Uh, this is a, a, a game that's going to be broadcast uh, nationally televised on Unamas, so that's where you can find it. It will not be on ESPN+. Plus. Don't complain about it now. I don't want to hear it because uh, it drives me crazy, too. That's why I don't want to hear it. Um, People come with you with that? They're all the time. Why is this game not on ESPN? Why don't you run ESPN, Josh? Oh, only, if only. Hey, chat room, run ESPN+. Plus, yeah, see please. if you could do that, chat room. Figure out, find a stream, chat room. Um, so anyway, so uh, right now, suspension is left on Ibrahimovic. is not going to be playing with a red card. We are assuming right now, without the disciplinary committee issuing anything, and they'll have to do it before he plays against FC Dallas, that it's simply a one-game suspension. It feels like a one-game suspension. It doesn't feel like there's anything else. He kind of just slapped him. I mean, if, was... if, if, if you agree that he got the yellow card and that the step was intentional, right. then I think one game's Which fair. Right. If you feel like it wasn't intentional, it was out of nowhere, then maybe they tack on an extra game. But I think the way MLS is, and we know how important Zlatan is to the league, I doubt they give him an extra game. And he doesn't have, despite the fact of having way more red cards in actual games than Nigel de Jong ever had in his entire <laughs> career, he does not have the same reputation as Nigel de Jong in terms of, uh, you know, the bans. Although he yeah. has been banned so many times in yeah. so many leagues. Yeah, whenever you're, you're known for karate and kicking people in training, that's that's fine. You're usually fine. a bad sign. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> uh, Perry Kitchen. I said this last week. I swear, I think I dreamed up a yellow card for Perry Kitchen like in the previous week game against FC Dallas. And apparently there wasn't one. So, but Perry Kitchen did pick up a yellow card in Montreal, and so now he's on yellow card warning. So if he picks up a yellow card, then he will miss the FC Dallas game, which is coming up the following Wednesday. So this is the quick turnaround stuff. Um, the uh, LA Galaxy, 4-6-1, 13 points, 11 games played. Uh, San Jose, 2-6-3. <laughs> Two against Minnesota. Uh, nine points, 11 games played as well. Um, so they're all sitting there. Uh, San Jose is coming off a home loss to D.C. United, who is not a good team. Um, although they seem to be picking it up a little bit and playing a little bit better as of yeah, late, which is... They which, are at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. So but the Eastern Conference indicative. is a good yeah. conference. That's the difference between the Eastern... They, people want pro... Proceed with caution. They, people want pro-rel. You have it. You have the Eastern <laughs> Conference is the top of MLS, and then the, the second division is that the Western Conference. Year to year, that changes. It does. So uh, maybe and, the Western Conference. The other thing I'd want to point out is uh, San Jose has uh, 22 goals against. So that's. Uh, is, third, that, is that worse than the Galaxy? It is worse than the Galaxy. Well, another by, defense by that's worse than the Galaxy. Yeah, so so it's, they're the third highest goals against in the Western <laughs> Conference, fourth highest goals against in the league. So if you think that the Galaxy is going to turn it on offensively, even minus a Zlatan. This would be a game where you might see some goals. Yeah, San Jose has a minus four goal differential, same as the Galaxy, which means they score more goals because they have given up three more goals in the Galaxy at 19. Um, Let's see, one, three, and two on the road so far. It's a Cali Classico game. This is the 83rd meeting between these two teams and the Galaxy hold a 30, 22, and 14 overall record on them. First meeting was back in April 28th of 1996, just to sort of throw it. San Jose clash. Ooh, fun, good times. yellow jerseys. And then, their, and then their, uh, their team disappeared and went to Houston, and that's the Houston <laughs> done. And then they got another one because everybody felt bad for them, and they put out the world's crappiest burn on the Galaxy today. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter. 
it was San Jose, it was the worst Photoshop job I've ever seen. And it's like, why do you even try? Like, you show how second class that whole organization <laughs> is whenever you whenever you look at that. And that's that's coming from you understand they built a stadium that holds seventeen thousand people. This is like the LAFC argument, where you build a stadium that holds twenty two thousand people. Congratulations, you sell it out. Right? It's like, oh, okay, that's great. You did you did draw. San Jose builds a seventeen thousand seat stadium. Now they don't never play the Galaxy there because they like yeah. to cash in when yeah. everybody wants to see the Galaxy. Play. <laughs> Especially yeah, with Zlatan coming, expect Stanford Stadium. Yeah, it'll be Stanford, <laughs> right? And the Galaxy don't play at Avaya at all this yeah. year. And whenever they go up and play against uh, uh, San Jose, so you see that it's just everything they do is just sort of like, oh, we're just we're not quite there. We're still you know MLS 2.0. Granted, the Galaxy may still be MLS 2.0. <laughs> I don't know, but this they're not level. They're not on level terms, and they like to pretend every once in a while, and then they show how they're not on level terms whenever they try to like compete. With that so yeah and that's something we were discussing off air as well is is this rivalry especially with our new neighbors in town is this still a thing yeah and i think it's always going to be a thing uh, I, it, it's it's always been there it's going to continue to be there maybe it's lost a little bit and because there's a little more heat on the other side of town but but this is still a rivalry game. It, it's 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 an old rivalry game they're different in terms of how you view them but you have david bingham who was not happy with how that, he that's left gonna San be Jose. a nice storyline he's gonna be upset i don't know what you can do as a goalkeeper to be really upset but maybe he could keep he'll have another shutout you can yeah. do that if you really, really i'm okay want with to. that dom kinnear not happy with how he left san jose now an assistant la galaxy coach there are some ties here and David Bingham said, and he tried to say it as nicely as he could. He goes, but he goes, this is a team, basically, I'll paraphrase. This is a team we should beat and we should keep them down uh, and we should keep them back down in the bottom of the Western Conference where they belong. Nice. That's where, and I was like, David Bingham, good job. That was, that was a go. nice statement. I'm inviting him to my wedding. Okay, good. That's David, David Bingham. <laughs> David Bingham. Not okay, David Beckham. Not David Beckham. Yeah. You just get him crossed. <laughs> yeah. I understand. That's fine. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, David Bingham. We meant David Beckham. This was, this is a huge mix up. I'm so sorry. No, you can't come in. No hors d'oeuvres for you. No, we're letting him in. You're letting after, David after, Bingham in? After those comments, that's what okay. I'm saying. I'm, oh. I'm inviting him in after that. It's your wedding. He's Whatever family. you want to do. I'm again, pretty sure you're again, married. Again, I'm married. But, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but still. If you haven't done a second wedding like me, everybody's allowed to. Oh, okay? is that how it works? Yeah, that's okay. how it works. As my, as my wife, my, my current wife says, <laughs> I, I should probably preface, my current wife says, two is enough, and that's it. That's, but she's that's only fair. had one, so I'm a little nervous about how that works. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's where we go. Um San Jose Earthquakes, this game is going to be interesting. Uh, they are led uh, in goals right now. Uh, Danny Hosen. Yeah, so yeah, six goals, two game-winning goals. Yeah. He, he, if, if, if San Jose is going to pose any threat at all, it's going to be gonna through Hosen. Because it seems like, you know, with the stats, I've looking looking up uh, shots on goal and shots in general, uh, <laughs> you know, they really don't rank high at all in the league. You know, Hosen, I think, is seventh in, or no, he's eighth in the league for goals. So he's maybe, he's higher than so anyone the Galaxy has. But at the same time, if you can shut him down, you basically shut down San Jose. Yeah, you, you can do that. Another guy you sort of have to keep an eye on is, uh, is Magnus Erickson, Erickson because he has, granted, he hasn't scored a lot, but he is a busy player out there. He draws yeah. attention. You're going to want to play, want to keep an eye on here. And, and I will say, Magnus Erickson. And then Florian Jungworth, those two great names. <laughs> those I don't the, like you, San Jose, but those are solid names. Those, those, are, those aren't too bad. Um, but again, got blown out three to one at home. Basically, all three of those goals came. They were losing three to nothing before they got a, a basically a consolation goal there at the end. So San Jose not playing well. Uh, this is a team the LA Galaxy should beat. This should be a win. This is a win. If you look at it now, you you have to throw out the fact it's a rivalry game. So rivalry games, anything can happen, right? <laughs> so throw that out. But if you're just putting this on its merits, the Galaxy win this game again on paper, barring injury, barring injury. <laughs> As long as the Dos Santos... <laughs> uh, and we should point out, Giovanni Dos Santos should be available for this game. He has been training with the Galaxy the whole time, so how he fits in, we'll see. But the Galaxy can go back to their, you know, 4-2-3-1. Yeah, their pre-Zlatan when they had Kamara and, and Gio up top. We'll see, you know, I don't know what Gio's health is. I don't know if he's going to start or if they're going to bring him in off the bench. Uh, so we'll see how he plays a role in here, but... We should be seeing Geo in this game. You, you should be seeing Geo in this game. You should be seeing a lineup that includes uh, somebody at right back. I would imagine they're going to play someone at right you know, back. Th again, that's why you make the big bucks. <laughs> Somebody's going to play right back. There's, you heard it here there's first. There's a big question whether you roll uh, Emmer Clemente back out. He didn't have a great game. He said he didn't have a great game. You know, it's game. funny. I, w I was on the Emmer Clemente. Emra Clementa train. Of course. Say, <laughs> of course, everybody's on a train when they haven't seen a guy play, exactly. right? They're like, oh, we want to, it's, you see it in NFL and the, all the time. And, and then I saw him and, and I get why maybe there was some hesitation there. He, he got his, his drawers pulled down a couple of times. A couple of times, yeah. Yeah. And so maybe he'll learn from that. Maybe he'll improve. 
Um, but yeah, it, it was a little sketchy out there for him. So we'll see. We'll see where that lands. I personally think they're going to go back to Dave Romney in that position, just yeah. in, in terms of Ashley well, Cole. Well, they got to score their goals. They, Get Dave Romney on they, the field. They have to do it. Uh, Dave Romney is is probably the Galaxy's best player. DR4. If, if, if we're not I'm sure. Wait till the hate mail comes in. I'm like, I was, relax. Chill out. It was a joke. I'm standing by it. Come I'm at glad. me. I'm glad. Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> at GIS Hammer. All right. On Twitter. You can, you can yell at him all you want. Um, but you, you get Ashley Cole back. So you should have a back line yeah. of, you know, Romney, Siani, Shelvick. Cole. So you're, you're I feel like there. they could contain Danny Hosen and, and Chris Wondolowski. You get uh you get Perry Kitchen, you get Jonathan Dos Santos, you get Sebastian Legette in there, you get Roman Alessandrini, and you get somebody else. It's probably Ima <laughs> Boatang, and maybe you move yeah. Legette into the attacking. This this that the, would make sense. The center attacking mid role. Uh, maybe Legette comes back and plays next to Perry Kitchen again, and maybe Jonathan Dos Santos pushes up into that role. However, that happens, those are the players that are going to be yeah. in that mix. And maybe it's cast Pon- the characters, and maybe it's Pontius because I've seen this happen. And Pontius comes in, and Pontius plays on the right hand side. They push Roman yeah. over to the left hand. There's tons of things you could do in terms, but those are the players that yeah. are sort of going to be there. Don't expect anything very different from what we've seen. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see drastic roster moves. Here. No, no, and then Ola Kamara patrols up top. Yeah. I mean. You got to then four <laughs> goals in four games. Um, the guy is, now there's a train I'm going to keep riding that it, man, that uh, guy's a man. I will say it every podcast until it is no longer true. The LA galaxy don't deserve Ola Kamara. They're lucky to have him. Absolutely. Ola Kamara is a Thoughts gift and from the gods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> However it happened, uh, the LA galaxy landed Ola Kamara. And for all those people saying, Oh, well, Giassi's artist has eight goals and he's over there. Kamara's only three goals back now. Just give him some time. Okay. <laughs> give him some time. The, and I'm happy for Giassi needed to change the scenery. It wasn't going to happen here. It, yes. It wasn't going to happen would not in LA. be leading scorer for the Los Angeles Galaxy if he, if he were still on this team. They're asking in the chat room, uh, how many goals will VAR take away from us in this Ooh, game? That's Ooh, a that's a good question. That's a good over-under. I will put like, the over-under. We're over at like under. one per game. We're going to be hovering around that I'm gonna say .90. One area. and a half. Is it over <laughs> or under one and a half for the number of goals VAR <sighs> will take away? Well, you have to take the under. Really? I think you take the under. Because they could still take away a goal. Chat room vote, over or under, one and a half do you take for VAR goals that will take away? I think you set the line wrong. You set the line at one half. No, no. I think. See, I think that's perfect. <laughs> because if you're under, you're saying it's going to happen once. Yeah. I, I think there's a really one good possibility that, that it could be two. Well, okay, two in the game. Two, one from the Galaxy, one, one from San Jose. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Anyway, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at uh, Galaxy Podcast if you want to do that. Uh, I will be at the game on Friday night. I will be there, so I hope to see everybody uh, everybody there, and uh, hopefully we'll see their, uh, you know, wearing your Galaxy, uh, your Corner of the Galaxy stuff, wear your shirts. Uh, I'll be seeing you at halftime again. If you ever want to meet me at halftime, the top of section 108 at the bottom of the press box stairs. That is where I will be, and I'll be more than happy to say hello. You do have to fight the crowds, though. I mean, the people are just running, running at halftime. It's go see Josh. Usually, it's for Adam Serrano. <laughs> I was going to say he's he's the big cheese around there. Um, I just I just pick up. Yeah, the but he, he he doesn't mix with the people. He yeah, does. He doesn't mix with the commoners I'm, like I, you do. I am You're a, a, man I am a commoner. That is what I am. That is absolutely <laughs> it. So I'm sure I will see there. I'll be wearing my boat shoes. I'm sure. Um, nice. I, no, I have Vans now. I'm 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 stepping it up. Okay, I have boat shoes on now. Boat shoes, no. Socks is a solid look. That's well, shorts. Whenever you, whenever you can do it, do the Taylor Twum with the tie nice. and shorts and and the shoes, and and that's how it works. All right, LA Galaxy face off against the San Jose Earthquakes again on Friday night. Uh, you're probably listening to this as you go up. If you're not listening to us live, um, and you know, in, enjoy it. It's an 8 p.m. kickoff time. It's a nationally televised game. Friday night lights. Expect that it's not going to kick off right at 8 p.m., <laughs> but get there early because traffic and Memorial Day weekend and everything else that is. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see how that's going to play out in the stadium because it could be it's Memorial Day weekend. It's on a Friday. Everyone's going to show up to kick it off. Or it could be it's Memorial Day weekend. Everybody's gone. Everyone's gone. Everyone's yeah. got other plans. So well, we'll, well, you see, know, we'll Zlat- see how it looks. You know, according to San Jose, Zlatan's not there, so everybody's ripping up their tickets and, and oh, not showing yes. up. <laughs> Just a bunch. Oh, it's Jose. just so amateur. Home, I think Jose. FC Golden State Force. I'm all in team, on FC club, Golden State soccer Force. They beat place. Las Vegas Lights and the Llamas. They 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 kept us. They kept us from getting to see Freddie Adu play yeah. for the Las Vegas Lights against the LA Galaxy. Yeah, that is that is a travesty on. And its that's own. why we have to beat him into the ground when they come to town. That sounds that sounds great. Remember the last <laughs> time I think the the LA Galaxy did was that when they played like the Santa Ana Winds or something like that that they struggled or no it was what was the name of that La La Maquina La Maquina yep. right. And and they played them and it's they almost time. they almost lost the game <laughs> last time they did it, so um, yeah absolutely that's where uh, that's where it goes. So Galaxy again face off against San Jose Earthquakes. Hope to see everybody there. Uh, Eric, is there anything else that you want to get to before we get out of here? No, I just uh, I think expect the Galaxy to win. They should win this game. Hopefully, you know for those of you who thought Montreal was a turning point, 
hopefully they continue that momentum and keep it going. Yeah, it'll be uh, be interesting to see. It's interesting to see for sure. Why don't you tell people where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at GIS Hammer. You can also hear me on the Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles podcast. Now that I'm splitting time between podcasts, Ben, who's our re- resident soccer hater, he's actually doing Galaxy updates oh now. My. So okay. if you want to hear someone who hates soccer, update on the galaxy that's, it's actually that's, it's a pretty fun listen so you can find them on twitter at guys in shorts la you can find them on instagram at guys in shorts sports and you can still follow our soccer uh soccer following on twitter at gis soccer awesome very good all right if you're looking for me on twitter it's at jay guessman j-g-u-e-s-m-a-n and of course at galaxy podcast you can find us corner where you can get all of your podcasts, all of your information that you want to get in terms of the LA Galaxy. You can get your previews, you can get your recaps, you can get your scarves, you can get your stickers, you can do all that right over at cornerofthegalaxy.com. We hope you will. Uh, I'll see everybody out on the game on Friday. I'll see everybody out of the game on Wednesday. I'll see everybody out on the game on Saturday. I'll see. It's just going to be, I'm going to see everybody. For, we're all going to get to hang out after not being together for almost a month. So it'll be uh, be good to see everybody. And uh, we, of course, will have a Monday podcast. Uh, Mr. Kevin Baxter will be back on to discuss that. And we'll do Monday, Thursday again. Wrap it all up. Have a good time. All right. For uh, Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Josh Kessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy from cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Arajo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.